Are you new to the indie publishing world? Do you want to know if self-publishing is right for you? You've come to the right place, where you'll find tips, tricks, and the answers to the questions you've always had about writing, marketing, and self-publishing. Welcome to the Hot Mess Writer's Life. Help for the indie author with me, Lynn Howard. Hey, y'all. Welcome back. It is Lynn Howard, Hot Mess Writer's Life. Today, we are talking about developing a thick skin as an author. I have what I like to refer to as diamond-plated rhino skin. I do not let things, do not let opinions bother me because I don't think the opinions are really my business. So I'm going to give you five tips. It's going to be a little bit of a shorter video slash podcast. So number one, opinions are subjective. You've heard people say art is subjective. You've also heard people say opinions are like assholes. Everyone's got one. Opinions are subjective. I am not a fan of Fifty Shades of Grey. And I hear like, I almost hear people gasping in the background. I'm not, I'm not a fan of Fifty Shades of Grey. I have nothing against the author. I have nothing against the storyline. I'm just not a fan. There's also some of my favorite books and favorite series that have one-star reviews. Guess what? That's okay. It is literally impossible to write a book that every single person on this planet is going to enjoy. It's impossible. You can't do it. How many movies out there that you love that someone else hated and vice versa? You know, movies that were so, you know, drummed up and, oh my God, I'm so excited. It's, it's, it's been described as epic and you watch it and you're let down. When people give opinions of your book and they give reviews of your book, it is literally only their opinion. Number two, book reviews are not a personal attack. They're not saying Susie Q smells like rotten tomatoes and dirt. They're reviewing your book. They're reviewing your book. It, it's not, I don't know how else to explain this. When you read a review that someone, if I suggest not reading them, but if you read a review that someone's wrote on a book, on your book, it is not a personal attack. It is a review on the book. And see tip one, opinions are subjective. Just because they don't like your book doesn't mean they wouldn't like you if they ever had the chance to get to know you or if they ever had a chance to meet you. It's an opinion on your book, not you. Do not let that affect your mood. Do not let it affect your day. Do not let it affect your writing. It is what it is. Let it roll off your back like water off a duck. Number three, ignore reviews. Yes, reviews are for the readers, not the writers. Reviews are to let readers know, I liked this about the book. I didn't like that about the book. There was actually a book that was highly recommended, had so many stars, and oh my God, it's so romantic. I bought it without reading the reviews, and I kind of wish I did. I've gotten this new habit now that I go and I read the one and two star reviews to find out if it's an opinion, or in the case of this book, it, it, it was S.A., like, he forced her to copulate, and oh, all of a sudden they're in love. What? That's not how this works. It's not how any of this works. If I had read that review, I would have skipped that book. But that is literally what the reviews are for, is for the readers, not for you. And rev the reviews are subjective, just like opinions. One person's going to love it, another person's not. 
I have one-star reviews on my books, and that's okay. And I just told you, I'm not a fan of Fifty Shades. And people that I, you know, the books that I love, other people don't, they hate them. They put one-star and two-star reviews and compared it to this and that. It's okay. Just ignore the reviews. They're not for you. Now, I will say this. You, I do, listen, I do glance at my reviews. I do glance at them. Sometimes I'll even share them on, you know, Facebook or things like that. If I see a one or two star review, I glance at it and see if it's an opinion thing. But if you see a recurring theme on the lower reviewed, you know, the lower starred reviews, something like formatting, editing, plot holes, then you want to pay attention. You want to revisit the book, maybe get it re-edited, maybe have a formatter, you know, take a look at it. Or go through and see if you can find the plot hole, have a beta reader, you know, double check it. But other than that, reviews are for the readers, not for you. Number four, big one, believe in yourself. You just wrote a freaking book, dude. Do you know how hard it is to write a book? For those of you just starting out, maybe you're just now doing like I did and you're doing all the research before you start well. My research was limited because we didn't have all the podcasts and YouTube channels when I started out. But writing a book is hard work. You wrote a freaking book. Celebrate that. If you have had beta readers and first readers and editors and, and all this, trust them and trust in yourself that you've written a good quality book. And remember that opinions are subjective. Continue putting in the work to learn the craft. Continue writing because every book is going to get better. I mean, I I put out my very first book. I've told this before in an earlier podcast. I put out my very first book that I ever wrote and I had one person read over it. No betas, no editors, nothing. Holy crap. It was trash. It was terrible. It was awful. Oh, I don't, I'm so embarrassed. I pulled it, obviously. But I kept writing. I, I believed in myself. I believed in myself enough to keep putting the work in, to keep researching, to keep reading, to keep, you know, practicing. And I have out like 27 books or something like that now. Again, I don't know why I never have the numbers in front of me, but I keep writing. And every time you write another book, you're going to get better. Just like anything else in this world, you keep at the work, you keep practicing, you get better at it. Believe in yourself, believe in your abilities, believe in the work you're putting in. And the last one, write what you love and the others will find it. Build it and they will come. I'm not saying, <laughs> I know y'all have seen the joke things on, you know, Facebook and stuff, the the dinosaur porn and, and things like that. <laughs> I mean, hey, you do you, boo, if, if that's what you want to write. But don't worry about trends. Don't worry about, they say write to market. And, and if you're trying to make this a career, you do kind of need to listen to this. But trends come and go. The market is always changing. So if you love vampire books and you love to write and read vampire books, write your damn vampire books. If you want to write dinosaur porn, I'm sure there's somebody out there that wants to read it. Write what you love and others will find it. I heard someone talk about Fifty Shades, that it was obvious that she got herself a little hot and bothered when she was writing it, and that came across through, you know, her writing, which got other people hot and bothered, which is what made it so popular. 
So if you're putting your love and your passion and all the work into your books, people are going to feel that. If you get to know your characters so well that they become real people to you, they'll become real people to your readers as well. So write what you love. Others will find it. Believe in yourself. Ignore the reviews. Opinions are subjective. And the book reviews are not a personal attack. So that's what I have for you guys this week. And I will see you next week. And I can now announce that next week's guest is Brian Cohen from the author Amazon Author Ads Challenge and the um, Amazon Author Ad School. I'm pretty excited to have him on. I can't wait. So I will see you guys next week. Mwah! Bye. If you've enjoyed this episode of A Hot Mess Writer's Life, Help for the Indie Author, make sure you hit that subscribe button. And I'd love if you'd leave a review. See y'all next time.